0: you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So, with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much,
1: one for joining us this morning. Uh, for those of you that are getting on stage, you come in hot, so make sure you're catching your mics and uh, muting them um, because you come in with the mic open. Um, So for those of you that have those party hats, um, I noticed there's a few of them in the audience. Welcome to Clubhouse. And please go right ahead and follow this club. This is the best way to start your morning. We are here Monday through Saturday at 5 a.m. And this is the best club for you to start in each and every day. So go on ahead and do that. Um, And when you see someone with a balloon, that is really their clubhouse anniversary. So wish them a clubhouse happy birthday or happy anniversary. Um, So when you see those folks strolling through the hallways, that is what the balloon is for. So hopefully um, you have updated your apps because there's been a few updates this week and last week. And if you have audio glitches, that's usually what it is, Um, or you have a phone update that you have to do. So hopefully you get all that sorted out. Um, so that your experience on the app um, and speaking is very optimal Um, the theme for today is treat yourself like you matter and to remember tomorrow and a lot of times i think we no one really knows when our last day will be but today we're here so let's make it count right Um, so for those of you that don't know me um, my name is Dora Maria Abreu. I'm an inclusive engineer. I focus a lot of my segments on technology, technology <laughs> leadership, communication, and mentorship, and all things really to help uplift and help all human beings. Um, so one of the things I like to focus on is the laws. I don't make these laws up. I really leverage them <laughs> from the one and only John C. Maxwell. I do go through a deep dive of a few of his books. Um, One of which is the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth, um, the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, and the Sometimes You Win and Sometimes You Learn um, book series that he has. Um, He has many books, but those are the three that I I focus mostly on. So if you're wondering where I get some of these from, um, that's where I get them from. And you can definitely feel free to dive into any of those books. Um, One of my favorite laws is the law of awareness. Um, because i am a firm believer that you must know yourself to grow yourself and it all starts with looking at yourself first whenever there's any anything going on in my life whether it's an issue with someone or anything going on i don't i don't look at that other person first i look at myself first i i look at what do i bring to the table and a lot of that wiring um came in um, because of my mom Uh, my mom saw how we were arguing in the morning and she would literally set us all down and would tell us, um, what are you bringing to that argument? Like she would always make us reflect and she would always tell us to start with ourselves. So I was wired that way from very young um, and my mom didn't take sides cause there's too many kids. And so you can't take sides when you have a lot of kids um, and Glenn probably knows that. So you have to make sure that you're making them aware of how they're showing up in this world as well. So today Today I wanted to focus a little bit um, on what are you driving? Who are you letting drive you? And who is your ride to die, right? Like when you look at those three questions, and I'm gonna ask for some shares, so I want you to reflect on that as I, I go through a little bit of uh, some stories and some, I'm a, I'm a daughter of a mechanic, so everything I do in life, I, I compare or do a parallel to either cars or roads and highways because <laughs> I grew up in a shop. and. I I do a lot of things of comparison in the the car space. Um, So a lot of my examples are also from that space as well. Um, But please think about where you are in your life and where you see these questions for you, Um, whether they're at home with your family, um, in your business or where you work, all of these questions um, will come into play, right? Um, either in the home environment, because remember we have a home team. We've always had a home team, but now it's a little bit more obvious since some of us are working from home as well. Um, and then we, if we don't have a business, we are working with people, right? So all of those things come into play. So just reflect on what those questions are for you in your space um, as I go through this segment today. Um, and I will be interjecting with some personal stories as well. Um, so again, I uh, don't wanna talk about the road less traveled. Um, so let's talk about the car. Um, so some of you may remember the Fred Flintstones car. Um, some of you may not have been born when Fred Flintstones came out, but in case you have not, you can go to my Instagram account on my Linktree, and you'll see, um, the cars that I'm talking about so that you have a visual. Cause I know some of you are visual learners. Um, so for those of you that are audio only, um, just, just so that I can describe the cars, um, the Fred Flintstone car really is a concrete car, right? Um, the seats are basically mounted concrete no engine um and it's and it's wood really holding the concrete wheels together i don't i still don't know how that car moved um and just some animal skin on top with a little hole in the middle um to protect from the elements so basically if the dinosaurs uh, showed up (laughs) you basically had to just run (laughs) Um, it was a simple car Um, and i wanted to start uh, with a simple car because imagine that car being life, it's a simple life, it's a simple mindset. So when we're looking at that, that car, again, there is nothing around it, literally. It was wide open air, uh, nothing protecting you from the outside world, really. Um, but when you look back, you're just going from point A to point B, and this car was useful. But back in those days when they used that car, there was no technology, right? So you just needed to get food, and an occasional, I guess they bowled a lot in those days. I don't know how they did the bowling because the pins were also concrete along with the ball. (laughs) Um, But when you have people in such a car, right? So you can imagine a car with no engine. Everybody that gets in that car needs to help get that car from point A to point B. Everybody. So who are you letting into your car? And is everyone able to help you get from point A to point B? Who is your co-pilot? Do you have someone speaking directions to you? Someone who has done the thing you wanna do? Or is it just someone giving you directions to nowhere? I remember working all of these odd jobs. And by the time I got to grad school, um, it was like no joke. I was advised to get student loans. And I wasn't thinking, but I thought the way it was presented to me that this was my best option. So long story short and that'll probably be for literally another segment of how many mistakes can you make in two years um bottom line i am still paying off my student loans right so again bad advice bad you know directions from people who didn't have loans didn't have any of the things right and didn't understand what those implications were going to be years later Um, and who is in your back seat everyone talks about this backseat driver right but Think about in this car of concrete. Can everyone, you know, understand like what that backseat driver influences? We all have them. We all have them. We cannot escape them. People who are speaking into your life and they come in at any point of the conversation without context, without knowing what was said, befo- what happened before, what was said before, et cetera. They have no idea what is happening, but still they want to add their two cents because we have those people in our life also. They don't know the journey we have been on. They don't know what we have experienced. They know nothing about us, but yet they want to add their two cents. They want to judge you. And again, they have no idea what you've been through, but They just want to speak into you without being asked and so i am just highlighting this so that you are aware of hey who am i letting speak into my life because hindsight is 2020 right i've learned a a few lessons (laughs) along the way several times because clearly i didn't get it the first time um and then i sought out mentors and coaches and sponsors right so when we we start looking at this theme of treat yourself like you matter and remember tomorrow we're, we're building for our future right we're 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 building for a better tomorrow so hopefully today whatever whatever i didn't get right tomorrow is a whole new opportunity to get it right a whole new opportunity so again is everyone in that car helping because if not you got to audit that network and i know some people struggle with that cuz i did i mean you can't unfamily your family you know it's just the way we roll but you can audit your network Right. So we remember that animal skin on top of the car of that Fred Flintstones car. Um, Well, what is your head hitting against? Right. What are your limiting beliefs and what have you been taught to believe? Because sometimes we get taught things that are limiting beliefs, but we don't know any better and we have to unlearn them. So, again, I thought that women could not be engineers. I thought that women could not. Drive the car I thought I thought a lot of things when I was growing up because you know, I'm girl number three So clearly there was a lot of double standards in my household, Um, but I was always challenging them You know so for me after my mom was given 30 days to live my family had to unlearn a lot of those things really fast Especially when it came to what women could do and not do and also about nutrition as we were not eating a very nutritious uh, path. There were some things that were, and then some things totally not. Um, It bought my mom an extra year of life, but I have not forgotten those lessons. And although I still love my Latin food, um, when I cook it, it is catered to a very healthier path, right? Like the oil that I use to cook, I try not to fry anything anymore. Uh, There's a lot of things that have changed since that time. Um, but again, no canned food, no processed foods, none of those things are part of my world, right? Like they used to be. Um, and again, a lot of those things also come into play because of just availability. But again, we'll go on to upgrading our car. When we upgrade this car now, it's, we're upgrading our lives, right? A lot of us remember our lives change between when we're young to when we're teenagers, right? And then when we become young adults, right? So think about upgrading that car. Do you want to add some folks into the car and let me. <laughs> all righty. Uh, so that is the Fred Flintstones car. We've moved on to another car. Awesome. Um, thank you, Pastor Jack. <laughs> so again, I was just grateful um, to be given this opportunity to just have this segment to share, but we're, we're not in the Jetsons car um, exactly. Um, But when we think about that car, right? And I don't know if Pastor Jeff is gonna get the Jetson song, but uh, not sure how many people remember that car, but it was um, like around the time that the Wonder Twins uh, car or the Super Friends Mobile, if you remember those, um, this car, which according to trends, um, you know, should have come out this year or last year, I guess, (laughs) you could see through the glass and it could float in the air, right? And we were living in modern times. And you had signals in the car, right? Do you signal left or right? This is telling of your communication skills. Sometimes we think everybody has mental telepathy and mind reading. So we go through life already thinking that other people know what we're thinking. And we make wrong assumptions. And so again, how are you signaling? How are you communicating to other people? Um, and the Jetsons car, the Jetsons car had, a, had knew where to go. You didn't have to even drive. Like literally, it just got you from point A to point B and the car knew everything. It signaled and did all of the things. Um, but again, how transparent are you being? How transparent are you being with others? And how are you learning to read people starting with yourself? Sometimes we get into routines and we don't realize the vibe that we're giving off. Um, are we giving off an uplifting vibe? Because when you are uplifting and vibing you're also impacting yourself um so do you use the window wipers when it rains right to get the mud off your glass right in life are you seeing with clarity or are you leaving the mud in the eyes of your life you know when i practiced um when i purchased my car i practiced with my dad and that was because my my mom didn't know how to drive stick so of course i was a little a lot nervous i'm not even going to say a little but I was given this stick shift car and my dad was just like, this is first, this is second, this is third, fourth gear, this is reverse. <laughs> and good luck, we're out of here. And let me tell you, I spent the longest three hours of my life that first day that I had to drive my car and it was it a, a stick shift car. And that's what I drive currently today because it was just easier for me to drive. It saves money on gas, I can jump start the car in any, predicament that's going on in that car. And I can kind of dissect what's going on with the engine and other things and the alternator, which are my my two favorite things to always check. Um, But again, are you going to look at the confidence level in which you approach your life? Are you using those window wipers of your life? Are you going to experts who know, or are you just winging it? i didn't want a hope car that i hope that it get me i hope that it gets got me to point a and then back to point b again but i had one and i hope that you don't have that for yourself in real life all right so you're looking for advice you're looking at yourself like you hey listeners if you enjoy listening to breakfast with champions we can bet you care about your daily routine do you want to know the secret to the perfect
0: routine it's the perfect morning Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life.
1: Head on over to TheMorningFive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. ...matter. And a lot of that is also getting your support system set up, that board of directors of You, Inc., right? So that, again, what tools are you putting yourself around to make sure that when you're going through life it's easier for yourself and it's guiding you the engine is now the car in the car so you don't need to really rely on other people to get from point a to point b in these modern cars right but are you going slow and steady or super fast are you enjoying life Or are you going so fast that you don't even do the oil change? You don't check the filters. Okay? And those filters come back to us in the sense of what are we looking at life through? Because sometimes we project our life onto other people. And again, it's something like Barbara Majeski says, check up from the neck up. So you want to make sure that you're looking at life and those filters of life. How is your health physically, spiritually, mentally? And what is the point of having this amazing cash flow if you're not ensuring that the engine in your life is intact? You know, these last two years have really given a lot of us a really life-changing perspective, right? And reflection point and to find How people are showing up in our lives when you know life is maybe not as perfect as we want it to be but again this automatic engine is everyone still helping in the car or are they distracting right are they turning on the music so loud that you can't hear yourself think or is everyone asleep in the car again audit that network whether it's automatic or stick shift how are you leveling up are you just settling where you are are you getting mentors, coaches, or even sponsors for your life, people who speak you into rooms you're not even in. Are you listening to positive, inspirational, anything? Comes to music or anything. Hey, BWC has a podcast, maybe start there. Putting together a community of leadership and mentors, etc., around your life is also setting up your accountability circle. Right. People that are going to be asking, are you doing these things that you're saying you're doing and holding you accountable? And so when I look at a car, I look at that first gear, how are you leveling up to second gear? How are you leveling up to third gear? How are you going to fifth gear? And then we look at reverse, right? Or even that U-turn. Sometimes we have to take that pause. We have to take that time to reflect, cut our losses. Maybe look at some toxic relationships that we, maybe we can't unrelationship some people, right? Cause you know, can't, rid- can't unfamily people, but you can visit with them less. You can speak with them less. And sometimes that is the clarity that we need. So hopefully by now, you know what you are driving. You'll know who you are letting drive you and you know who your ride or die is, right? And for me, I can give you a a small story of, of when I was a kid, um, well maybe two snippets so that you understand by who is your ride or die. Um, so when I wasn't even born yet, I was, my mom was a few weeks from giving birth to me. Um, my birthday is in March. So clearly in the Northeast, that's winter time. Um, there was a really bad snowstorm and my parents were driving. Um, one of my sisters was in the car and my parents, they were all in the front seat because back in those days there was no seatbelt and there was no really child laws of where the child should be sitting with car seats so everyone was in the front seat and there was a car who could not stop on their side they had the red light and the car was coming full speed ahead and my dad tried to maneuver the car to get less impacted but it didn't really work the impact happened the car everybody went flying and my mom with one hand was protecting my sister, holding her, holding her back against the seat. And with the other hand protecting her belly because that's where I was. So she didn't protect herself at all. And she ended, going, ended up going through the windshield and she had 72 stitches. My parents were expecting a boy and they just told her, well, your, your son is not going to make it. We don't even hear a heartbeat. So they were really preparing my parents for a stillborn birth. And a week later, I was born totally opposite of everything that they told my parents. And I'm here today because my mom was my ride or die. Like she literally protected me and my sister and not herself. So you've got to look at who is doing that for you. And a few years later, being a daughter of a mechanic, none of us were allowed to drive in anyone's car. But my, one of my cousins was getting married. A lot of my family was heading to the wedding. And somehow my sister, one of my sisters and I, uh, ended up in the, the car for with the cake lady. And she was the one who was like dec- decorating the cake and whatnot. And I could see my father's face because again, he would not trust anyone else's driving. And that day, because that woman was driving so crazy, like I could see that she just did not have experience um, driving on the highway that well, or that the car was giving her problems. I don't know, I was a teenager. I just knew I was scared because I kept seeing cars getting close to where I was sitting in the back seat. So I really put on that seatbelt really, really tight. And halfway through the ride, everybody else had really passed us because this woman was driving a little slow. And so everyone else was really ahead of us. And the car ended up, catching fire because something blew in, in, in front of the car and the car went out of control, spins out of control. I don't, I don't know how we didn't hit another car, but we hit the median and we hit it so hard that it really like balked at everything in the car, just shook and then it really pulled everything in, including me because I had my seatbelt on, everyone ran out of the car, everybody, including my sister. And when she looked back and noticed that I had not come out of the car, she came back. She came back for me. My mind you. my sister's asthmatic. She really can't be around anything with smoke. And the car was already full of smoke already. She comes into the car and typical older sister, she's yelling at me. She's like, get the seatbelt off. Get out of the car. It's going to blow. And I'm like here looking at her. And I said, I know. So clearly not a time to have a sibling argument. But in that moment, she realized that I could not get out. I told her it was stuck. And as she was trying to come in the car, she started coughing because, again, she's asthmatic. And I said to her, this car is going to blow. Forget about me. Just go. And again, the windshield was like half cracked. You can hear the flames and everything, like because of the side effects. I could really go into them, but we only have five minutes left, so I definitely don't want to spend too much time with the side effects and the sound effects. But she. To make a long story short, she really got in the car, pulled and pulled on this seatbelt for me to wiggle out. And as we were coming out of the car, the car exploded and it really threw us to the floor because that's how powerful that explosion was. But when you look back, I wouldn't be here today. I tell her that all the time when we're like having moments in our family. I tell her, I said, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for you. Who is your ride or die? Who's going to come back? and work through those hard times, those hard problems. Because that is what we go through in this journey called life. It could be easy life or it could be a hard life, but everybody has that. Don't think it's special just to you. Everyone is challenged in their life. Who are you letting drive you in this journey called life? Who is your ride or die? Who are you giving the keys to your car to? because no one can drive you crazy unless you give them the keys. So hopefully I will see you on this road called life. Vroom, vroom. Um, but I would like to get a, like a couple of shares. Uh, please keep them short so that we can get a couple in. Um, before I hand over the mic to Brad, anyone that's willing to share, um, I see Jackie flashed. I don't know if anyone else is flashing, but we can start there and then Peter. Go ahead, Jackie. Or maybe not. Okay, Peter, were you really flashing?
2: <laughs> I was really flashing. Awesome. A couple things. Go for it. I like when I like this, the the inflection in your voice when you talked about learning to drive a stick shift. I don't know if you realize, but um, you you were so passionate about that. So that's pretty cool. Um, the thing I wanted to mention though is yesterday they were talked about the blind side, and who has your blind side? And uh, as, you t- as you reference cars, so important for us to have somebody who, is, who has that blind side for us. So, And that's probably the same reference as in who is your ride or die, but the, the blind side reference to driving it, uh, came to mind. So thanks for this uh, amazing topic today.
1: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that rear view mirror, right? Like who is helping you to do that reflection? Are you checking yourself? Perfect. Anyone else?
2: Hey, Dora TM. um, Love this segment this morning. Um, We're we're normally aligned on leadership and mentorship, but this accountability circle you mentioned, right? Um, I could remember learning to drive a stick shift uh, for the first time, and and I agree with the first speaker, right, I I love your storytelling. Um, Your storytelling was awesome this morning, Uh, really had us uh, leaning into this discussion, but I could remember learning how to drive that that stick right and you know the thing about shifting you talked about shifting levels going up uh, to one level going up another level was like shifting gears right I mean it can be jolting sometimes even a little scary right when you're going trying to go up a hill or down a hill with that stick shift um, so I think it's extremely important that you have that ride or die right that accountability partner somebody riding along your journey with you because it can be scary sometimes um, and I think when you have a ride or die, when you have that accountability, it takes the stress out of it, you know, when, when you're open to learning and growing, uh, but we all need an accountability partner, accountability circles. Um, great discussion this morning. That 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 stick shift reference <laughs> took me back because I can remember almost crashing, uh, trying to <laughs> shift, shift up, you know, the, the different gears, but it's the same in life. Um, you know, we feel like we're crashing sometimes, um, hitting obstacles, right? Sometimes when, we, when we're when we shifting from level to level, just great analogies and stories this morning, Dorothea.
1: Okay, awesome. Yeah. And again, um, you know, I grew up in a shop, so I was scared to drive the cars in the shop, but my brothers weren't. They would get in any car <laughs> and drive it around in the shop before my dad noticed what they were doing. And, you know, they were fearless. And that's something that I saw as well to you know do again oh there goes the jetsons music awesome thank you pastor jeff um but again at the end of the day we also we want to make sure that we're we're checking that rear view mirror right that side mirror like we want to make sure we catch some of those blind spots but you know that we can't catch them all it's true what peter said right like those blind spots exist um sometimes we create them <laughs> ourselves without knowing. Uh, so we wanna make sure that we're we're really reflecting on that. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we are looking at life um, um, from that lens, right? And we're starting with ourselves. We start with ourselves in that reflection point too and see what you're doing because sometimes you're driving in the wrong lane, right? <laughs> sometimes there's no lines to really guide you because they disappear on the road of life, right? And you go into another lane. So you wanna make sure you start with yourself in reflection. Um, and with that, I will check my lane and check my time. It is that top of the hour, my friends. You are at Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. And while I get Brad to make sure his mic is good to go, I want to make sure that you know you can follow the club. You can share out this room because you know that Brad brings it. So make sure you're putting a share out there saying, Brad is next. Get on in here. Make sure you're putting some love and upliftment in the chat. So that those of you in the audience that are scared to raise your hands could at least partake in the segments that way. Uh, make sure that you're sharing out the room and joining the club on top so that you don't miss out on the any pop-up rooms that happen, because now we have a lot of them. Um, but we're here Monday through Saturday, starting at 5 a.m. So some of you, you missed the boat this morning, um, including myself. I, I, that this whole thing with Amber really uh, took a lot of energy out of me. Um, definitely going to miss her. So let's definitely, uh, you know, love